I'm Joe. I'm Melissa. And together we are JM Photo Video, and we would like to welcome you back to Blue Hour, our podcast where we talk about all things wedding photography, filmmaking, and creative entrepreneurship. And why do we call it Blue Hour? So we call it Blue Hour because Blue Hour is the time of day right after sunset. And we have two little girls, and hopefully, Blue Hour is when they are in bed and asleep, and we have time to record this. But Tonight, that's not the case. <laughs> that's the goal. But tonight it is 10-10 as we are sitting here. And the goal of this episode specifically is to dive into tips from us wedding photographers mm-hmm. on finding, booking, and talking to, interacting with your wedding photographer. Yes. So our very first tip is when you're looking, when you've found your venue and you have your date and you're deciding who you want to reach out to. The next person is typically your photographer. The next person is typically your photographer or your caterer, but normally your photographer. Um, When you're looking at photographers, a lot of couples start with, they look at what photographers the venue might recommend. And if the venue gives you a list of, let's say, their top 10 photographers that have been there, or you've looked at the venue's Instagram and the photographers that have tagged that venue, right? Um, you want to look at how they're editing their photos. Are they editing light and airy? Are they dark and moody? Are their skin tones true to life? Do do the people look like how they look? Right. Um, and once you've decided the editing style that you like, that you are seeing on f- photographers, Instagrams, websites, Facebook pages, wherever, then once you've picked that editing style, check them out. Are they consistent with their edit? Yep. Have they been editing that way for a year plus? Because you know if your wedding's a year out, yep. they're going to still be probably editing that way. Um what I'm getting at here is don't pick a photographer that's just editing with the trends too. Right. You want to pick a photographer that you you love their work, you want to work with them, you love the way that they've made another couple look and you're hoping that they'll make you look just as good <laughs> as they made that couple look. Exactly. And you want to pick somebody whose work you want on your wall in mm-hmm. 10, 20 years because yeah. that's Really the point, right? Yeah. You want to be happy with these images for the rest of your life. Right. Because you're going to look back at your wedding photos. You're going to share those photos with your kids and your grandkids. And exactly. Those are photos that are part of your your family history. Um, And in terms of editing style, I mean, Melissa, you've kind of hit all of the the big ones right now. Yeah, those are the big ones. True to life, light and airy, dark and moody. Like if you're a couple walking away from this podcast, like those are the Those those are are the the three. The three pretty much. Yeah. Um, and there are some other trendier ones and some other things to kind of look at. But yeah. um, We typically, if you're watching this because you're one of our uh, clients or you're hoping to book us, um, we typically edit true to skin tone. So you're going to look the way you look on your wedding day. Um, your, your, your skin tone is going to look like you. Yep. Um, and kind of growing upon that thought there is – if you, when you book your photographer, if they are, let's say, a light and airy photographer. Um, don't expect them to do a dark and moody Exactly. Wedding. Don't expect them to edit yeah. your stuff dark and moody. They're right. going to edit it light and airy. And you can't ask them, well, I thought you could edit it the way like this. Well, right. no, because they're an artist. They protect, they've, prof- 
blah, blah, blah. Perfected that Perfected style. Perfected that t- yeah. style. Yeah. Over, it's over uh, years. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Man, I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get through it. Let's keep going. Um, they've perfected that editing craft for years. They're not going to just change their edit just for your wedding. So, and yeah. I mean, we're not going to do that either. Yeah, we've perfected our style too. I think over the past year or so, mm-hmm. um, I would definitely characterize us as true to life, um, a little bit on the lighter side. Um, I would say pretty classic. Yeah. Right. Our whole goal is that we're going to give you images that you're happy with in twenty, thirty years. That the only way you're going to know you got married in twenty twenty four is because you know you got married in twenty twenty four. The the, I mean, yeah, we're going to do some trendy poses and stuff on your wedding day. But you can't tell by the edit. But you can't tell by the edit. We're not going to edit trendy. Yeah. And that kind of runs into our second tip, um, kind of the workflow and kind of creative mind, customer mm-hmm. service part of the photography space. Um, you want to be looking for a photographer. And as you're having those initial conversations... Um, be mindful of their creative workflow and the way that they treat you on the calls and the way that everything kind of flows into wedding day. You're going to spend more time with your photographer on your wedding day than anybody else Mm -hmm. that's at the wedding, which is kind of a wild thing to think about. I mean, you might even spend more time with your photographer on your wedding day, like during the wedding, than your spouse. That's true, actually. Because I know with me... Like, if we're photographing a wedding together, Joe goes off and hangs out with the guys, and I'm with the girls in the getting ready suite. Yep. I'm with that bride the start whole... Start to finish. Start to finish. Yep. Like, I'm I'm with her, like, all day. Now, there are times in the day where I'm not, like, right with her, but I'm, I'm spending the whole eight hours we're there with the bride when yeah. the groom's not there while she's getting ready, you know? So, yeah. sometimes... We're spending more of the wedding day with them than they're spending with their actual spouse. And so some things that you want to ask as you are talking to and booking photographers is, you know, tell me a little bit about how you operate on a wedding day. Are you going to be pulling us when we're trying to visit with friends and family um, for more and more photos? Are you going to be, um, you know, getting everything into like three to five minutes and that's it? Um you know, just what is your what is your kind of creative flow mm-hmm. on wedding day? Because we've had couples where I, I like to tell our couples when we book them, we can either fit everything you need in five minutes or we can expand out to 25 minutes if you are overwhelmed by your 200 guests and need a minute. Yeah. So we're flexible um, and that's what we try to do. Right. But there are some photographers who um, just have a very set like rhythm of how they work. And Mm -hmm. I would almost say that there's some that kind of just veer off and do their own thing where you might not want to be pulled so many times for creative photos, but they're just still going. Yeah. Right. And that's what we're trying to like help you watch out for here. Yeah. We are going to be with you and we're going to support you on your wedding day. Like if you, when we, when we have that final planning call and we've seen your timeline and we've talked about, okay, we can fit couples photos in here, couples photos in here. Do you want night portraits? Do you not want night portraits? Like it's all about what the couple wants. If they don't want to be pulled a bunch, we don't pull them a bunch. We, we take advantage of the pockets of time we have them. Um, 
because I remember on our wedding day, now I love our wedding photos and I love our the wedding photographers we hired, but I felt, and we did a hybrid thing. So we hired one company to do photo and video. And I literally felt like I was like in the middle of a music video that whole day mm -hmm. because we were yeah. just pulled so much. And I didn't yeah. feel like we got to enjoy our people. Right. That's a big goal for us is just open lines of communication yeah. on what end day too. You know, hey, do you guys want to go for sunset photos or do you need to see some tables yeah. and see some people? Yeah. Because um, those people may have traveled from far and wide to come mm -hmm. celebrate. So Yeah. yeah. Um, and then do you want to touch on why have a second photographer? I think that kind of fits in yeah. this in this spot. So a second photographer like, like I had mentioned before, Joe goes and hangs with the guys and I'm with the girls. Um, that kind of just gives us the opportunity to split up. So cover like, more. Yeah, cover, cover more, more things. More efficiently too. All the things. So um, like I'd go with the girls for getting ready, Joe's with the guys. And then when we're doing party photos, I take the girls, he takes the guys, we do them all together. Yep. And then when we throw them all together, one of us is directing the whole group and then the other one's getting the opposite angle of the group. Yep. And then same idea with um, the couple's portraits. Um, one of us is directing and the other one is getting an opposite angle. So you really are getting two photos two at the same of time. Yeah, two versions so, of things at the same time. Um, which... If you are a couple that doesn't want to be pulled for a ton of photos and you want to try and get your couple's portraits done in 10 minutes, that's where a second photographer comes in handy. Really it, helps with variety. Variety. And you're going to see more things in your gallery. Yes. So you're going to see, like, if you have a couple and they're, like, I don't know, one of our favorite poses is the bear hug where the groom, like, hugs the bride from behind. And... We have them look in opposite directions. We shoot that so differently. I know. And like, I'll shoot it like dead on, right? And Joe's shooting it at a different angle. And it just, with a different focal length. And yep. it's just giving a creamier finish to yep. the gallery. Vibe. And it's yep. a different vibe. And he sees things differently than I see things. And it's just a nice... Addition. Yeah, when we do work with other people, they bring something else to the yeah. table too. So yeah. we highly recommend having a second photographer, especially on days where there's no first look. Oh yeah. Yeah, we can talk about like planning and all yeah. of that at a later right. in a later episode. But yeah. if you're not doing a first look, I would highly and you expect recommend. the groom to cry. Like if you don't expect the groom to cry, like I don't I don't know if you need a second photographer during the ceremony. However, if the groom It's still beneficial. I'm not I, I yeah, I know. But if the groom is gonna be like teary eyed, like you definitely wanna have a second photographer to get the bride coming down the aisle and then someone is getting the groom wiping that, his tears. Because that's a really good example. There are literally two important things happening at once. Mm -hmm. And there is physically no way. Yeah. Because I mean, you wanna like whoever's getting the groom needs to be standing up groom. front on the groom, can't move because you got to get him wiping that tear. But then at the same time, you want the train of the dress coming down right. the aisle and you can't have both. So right. in that instance, you have to pick, okay, am I getting the groom wiping his tear or am I running to go get her train coming down the aisle? There are some instances where the timing lines up and a photographer uh, who's really good would be able to do both. Yeah. It's a similar time or like take one than the other kind and of thing. And if it's a micro wedding, you could right. do that. Yeah. Smaller weddings, it's a lot more possible, but... 
yeah. on a normal scale, I don't know, 50 or more guests type yeah. of wedding, uh, more traditional you wedding. You can't do both. It's really difficult to do both. So yeah. we find it super advantageous to have a second photographer. Yes. So another question. I, oh, can, can I say one more thing oh, about yeah, second yeah. photographers? Yeah. So backing um, up. <laughs> and oftentimes, um, I don't know, I see this in wedding groups a lot, like on Facebook, where the couple is looking for the second photographer. Really? You should not be finding your second photographer. Your photographer should be finding the second photographer. Plot twist. I have never seen that in any groups. Yeah, I've seen this in a couple of the wedding groups I'm in. Don't call out the groups. I'm not calling out the groups. That is wild. But I have seen couples reaching out, looking for a second photographer. And I don't know if it's because their photographer reached out to them and said, my second photographer can't come, it's just me. But um, your photographer should be finding your second. That is absolutely wild. Yeah. And I know for Joe and I, we are generally each other's second photographer. Like he'll say, okay, I'm going to lead. I did this couple's engagement session, so I'm going to be the lead photographer on this wedding. Or like I did their engagement session, so I'm going to be their lead because I know them better. Right. Like we are generally each other's second. Um, And if we need to bring somebody different because we – you know, one of us can't go. We're bringing someone we know and trust. Exactly. We're not bringing somebody we've never met before or never yeah. worked with before. Um, we're yeah. bringing somebody, and our couple isn't having to find the second photographer. That's wild. I had never seen you that. Ha- mm-hmm. Next time I see one, because yeah, I see it do. like at least once a week. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, You're in those groups a lot more than me. I know. So I'm always do. in those groups. Please do show me that sometime. I will send it to you. That's wild. Yeah. I don't even have words for that. I know. Yeah, that goes to the customer experience. Exactly. <laughs> you're hiring the wrong photographer yeah. if you're looking for your own second. Yeah. Goodness. So speaking of client experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to our third point here. Um, ask your photographer, your potential photographer, about their backup process. Um, what are they doing to be sure that they're not going to lose the images they capture on wedding day? Because it's an irreplaceable event. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, those are events that are happening one time um, that you can't redo. No. You can't say, you know, hey, um, we're going to go back and, and redo you walking down the aisle real fast no. because I had an issue, right? So um, you definitely want somebody who is conscientious of that and takes that responsibility very seriously. Um, our backup process, we... We go a little crazy. Yeah, we're, we're a little insane when it comes to backup process. I may have changed our internet service provider specifically oh, he did. He did. as an upgrade to our backup process. Yeah. Um, but we come home from wedding day. We shoot on dual card cameras. Yes. For the most part. We do have yeah. a few things we... And our backup bodies are single card slot. And they usually... Now. Yeah, and they usually are not used no. very much. No. Um, our we, primary camera bodies are dual card slot. Right, which and if you... So f- Oh, I, I was going to say, if you don't know, it's got two SD cards, two memory cards in it, and it's basically making a backup every time you take a photo. Yeah, so every time you take a photo, you're really taking two. Exactly. It's going to both both places. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we come home, we pull those cards out of cameras on wedding night. So yeah. at, at 11, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, when we get Whatever back, time we get home. <laughs> um, I pull those cards. I put them in two different computers on two different hard drives. Um, we have both of those copies plus we keep the cards until we deliver your gallery yeah we're not erasing any memory cards until your wedding gallery has been delivered hard and fast j&m rule um 
and we we do that to just ensure that we have a copy of your data mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, I've even gone as far as keeping things in different parts of our house. Yes, yes. <laughs> like I'm kind of kind of nuts about He's a little it, nuts. but um, it it just kind of goes to the point that we really care, um, and our heart is fully invested mm-hmm. in in you and your wedding and being able to provide you what we promise to provide you, which is images that tell your story yeah. and will. I don't know, make you happy in, in 20, 30 years. Yeah. It just kind of goes back and to that it, same point. Right. And we hope that when you get your photos back, they evoke some sort of emotion, you know, and it might not be the day you get them and you look at them because you're just so excited to see them all. And I feel like with us too, I mean, we've been married for seven years. And even now when I look at our wedding photos, I see something I didn't see before. I still find joy in looking at them. Yeah. And yeah. I still find joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I mean, I remember... Uh, I was looking at our wedding photos and our oldest daughter, she's four. She was like there with me. It's a good story. And she, I'm going to, I'm tearing up. Like, anyway, she was like, who's this lady in this pretty dress? And it, it was Joe's grandma and she's no longer with us. And she like saw her and thought she was beautiful and wanted to know all about her. her. And, and, you know, having that memory and that she was at our wedding and, um, and she never got to meet our daughter. And, um, so as wedding photographers, photographers in general, we take that responsibility. You have no idea how your images are going to be, um, received or loved or how they age over the years. And we take that responsibility so seriously. Yeah. So So. on wedding day, we, we are going to capture, hopefully every joyous moment we can for you and random ones that don't matter at the time, but might matter in yeah, five years. Yeah. Like cause that's some random person in a photo booth that we just happen to take a picture of. You might love that photo in 10 years from now. Yeah. And that kind of speaks to our next point, which is to, as you're booking photographers, mm-hmm. ask them cause we're kind of circling back. That's our, our main theme here if you're somehow just joining us i don't know how you would be just joining us because you start a podcast from the beginning anyhow (laughs) you need to go to bed (laughs) (laughs) um but another point that you want to take into consideration when you're hiring a photographer is asking to see a full gallery Mm -hmm. see a full day of their work from start to finish um and just judge for yourself if that quality of work stands up because when you ask to see a full gallery, you're seeing how they're shooting in a getting ready space during the ceremony. Is the ceremony in a church? Is it outside in an open field? Is it under a bunch of trees? Um, what the reception uh, lighting was like? How did they edit with DJ lights? Like what, it, what is their workflow? What does it look like there? Because a lot of times what you see on people's website and Instagram and portfolios and everything is their very, very best work. Yes. And we know, and you will find out, that wedding photography is a whole bunch of different styles of photography all, all, cram- in one. all crammed into one day. Yeah. Um, so it's important that you get to see some photojournalistic shots mm-hmm. and some detail shots. And and I feel like a lot of photographers, and I know, we're guilty of this. I, I rarely post reception photos on Instagram. True. Like I'm, I'm never True. posting what's happening during the reception. I'm never posting getting ready stuff. Very seldom am I posting a getting ready photo, right? Most of the photos we post 
are the couple during the 10 minutes we have with them. Yep. And it's the very best work we did all day. Yep. Or it's the party, you know, we'll post the party. We're not posting the entire day because that's it's hard to, it's hard. Yeah. And, and you want to show your best work and put your best foot forward. And I'm not saying people. our getting ready work at our reception work isn't good. Right. But what's going to get people in the door is they see a couple they see this beautiful image You're of exactly a bride right. and groom. And they see and themselves that, in that they photo. They see themselves, exactly. Yep. Um, which in turn, um, a lot of times wedding photographers, photographers in general, what they're posting on their Instagram might not even be an actual wedding. It might be a styled shoot. This is where the full gallery is important because it yes. separates. It separates work. what a f- actual wedding looks like compared to a styled shoot. Now... If you're like, what on earth is a styled shoot? Um, A lot of photographers or venues that are new or decorators that are new will host a styled shoot just to kind of showcase their venue, showcase their tablescapes, showcase something. Um, And they'll have photographers um, pay to go to these things where they take pictures of models and wedding dresses and 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 guys in tuxes in the most perfect conditions possible. And they're super fun. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're super great, fun. They're great to network. They're great learning experiences. Exactly. They're all I mean, there's a lot of benefits, mm-hmm. but um where we think it's kind of a kind of a bummer is when people put it on websites and yeah. don't don't call it out. Yeah. You know? Because if you're shooting in those conditions, everything's kind of lined up for everything's you. Everything's perfect. Like the you know the tablescape is perfect. And Aunt exactly. Sue hasn't already put her purse on her chair at the reception. Right. Like yesterday I was at, I was at a wedding and um, it was really important to the bride that I took a picture of the ceremony spot before anybody was there, before it was empty. Well, I'm like 35 minutes before showtime and I walk up there and there's no people, but there's a random bag on a chair. Mm. Yeah, Got to claim that chair early. I, I, it was a micro wedding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure we know the people that set that up. I'm sure there were extra chairs, right? Very few. Very few. Uh, okay. But still. Anyway, so here I am. I'm trying to, because it's very important to the bride that the, the chair, there's a photo of the ceremony spot with no people. Like that was, she told me on the call, that's what she wanted, which I would get anyway. Um but here I go. I'm like, well, there's a bag. So I went and picked it mm-hmm. up and I'm holding the bag because like, I don't want to forget to put it back yeah. on the chair, you know? So real, li- real life shooting scenario. Real life shooting scenario versus, versus a styled shoot. A styled shoot. Yeah. That's not going to happen. There's going right. to be no bag. Yeah. There's going to be like. And there's going to be 10 people looking to curate exactly how it oh, looks. Yeah. Because right? the, because the all... planner wants the table to mm-hmm. look just so. And the, the if the dresses have been provided by a local bridal boutique the They're person there the wants the They're dress to be the perfect dress. they want it fluffed They're they want attention. the veil perfect whereas on a wedding day i'm generally the one fluffing the dress you are maid of honor but yeah, yeah. most of the time most of the time is me let's most of the time you're calling for the maid of honor. get over here come over and help out yeah so um definitely like if you think that their wedding work on their website is um a styled shoot it's not a real wedding if you don't see variety. Um, if you don't see variety. If it's like all the same couple, 
chances are it might be a style shoot or they just haven't done a lot of weddings which is fine yeah and we're not we're not like dumping on style shoots no 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 no. they're they're very useful right however they shouldn't be represented as your entire portfolio they should be posted on your social media and say i'm so glad i was able to attend blah 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 style shoot exactly anyway there's my soapbox about style shoots (laughs) i get fired up now i i We'll admit we have an iPad here. If you're our listening audience, you may not see it, but on YouTube you will. Um, did you cover your last bullet point there? Oh, no, I didn't. So I don't know if this is necessarily for for clients and couples, but I don't know. I feel like wedding photographers um, shouldn't put styled shoots on their website. I think I said this. Did I not? I think you, yeah, I think we've... I mean, we pride ourselves as like everything on our website is actual wedding work. Yep. None of it is a styled shoot. Um, and we'll call out if it is. We yeah. Will. Like if we post on social, yeah. like we'll say, we're, we were so glad to go to blah, 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 styled shoot. Um, yeah. But nothing on our website is a styled shoot. They are all real people, real couples, real everything. Nothing was perfectly curated in a perfect scenario. So to wrap that all up with a bow, be sure that you ask to see a full gallery because it's important, right? You want to yeah. see something other than just the best of the best. Exactly. Right. You want to see reception, getting ready, and, all the stuff. And most photographers would be happy to share that with mm-hmm. you. If I've they're not, not willing to share it with you. Red flag. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. go with them. They, yeah. they probably ha- haven't done much or they aren't proud of the rest of their work. They might only be proud of what they're posting on social media. Yep. So moving on to, I believe, our last tip here, um, because we are running a little longer than we thought we'd run here. Yeah. Um, But our last tip for you is ask some general questions about delivery time. Uh, This can vary uh, with your photographer and with your area and with just the general... I don't know, variety of life, if you will. Um, But your photographer should have a pretty good idea of what their delivery time is. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it can range anywhere from, you know, four weeks to six weeks to 12 weeks. But But your photographer should be upfront with you when they book. And have an answer. um, When, how long it's going to take them. I know for us, we strive for on your one month anniversary, we're going to get you your, your stuff. Right. However, during our busy season, which is what we're in right now, um, videos are taking a little longer than a month. Uh, photo galleries might take five weeks instead of four. Um, but we're doing our absolute best. <laughs> yeah. And we're, and we're letting you know up front yeah. when you book, you know, Hey, if you're booking us in October, it's going to be probably more like the six week. Mark, yes. You know, and we're, we're letting our couples know, you know, four to six weeks is our our standard yeah. usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and to that end, if you're getting someone who's telling you, Oh, it'll be, it'll be a week. I'll, I'll turn everything around for you in a week. That's, that's a big red flag. Kind of a red flag too. Um, on a wedding day, you take thousands of images yeah. typically on a, on a regular, let's say a regular, like eight hour day, right. Mm-hmm. You're going to take a couple thousand images. I would say anywhere from like mm, five to 8,000 images. So, as our primary photo editor, what do you generally then bring that down to? I, I don't know. I try and get it around seven to 800 mm-hmm. because some of those are just not 
good photos. Or they're repetitive. Or, or they're, they're repetitive. It's too many. But um, the point I'm trying to run into here is how are you going to get through those in a week? Yeah. I mean, if you're full-time and you have different even systems and processes. Even if you're full-time, right? that's still a lot. Right. I mean, I kind of technically am full-time. Um, I stay at home with our girls. But, I mean, I'm still a mom. So I still have, like, the mom stuff to do. Right. Um, so I edit during nap time. I edit when they go to bed. Um, it would be very difficult for me to get through a full wedding in a week. And do it well. And do it well. And that's kind of what and, I'm getting and at. And take is... pride in exactly. my work. Yep. Um, yep. Because I look at all 8,000 of those images and I'm going to pick the best of the best. And then from those, I'm going to edit every single one. And if your photographer is telling you, oh, I'll get it to you in a week. Well, they're not spending the time on the edits exactly as they should be. Um, I know I've, I've seen some local photographers put out some work and they turn it around very fast. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, this image is crooked. Right. And I'm like, it takes two seconds to straighten that in Lightroom. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Or we'll see a lot of times where like things aren't as consistent as, yeah. You, as or they're not consistent. For. And when you're, when you get your gallery back, you want it to be consistent because when you hopefully make a, an album out of it and you're flipping through it, you want it. If you put a photo of the groom next to a photo of the bride taken at two different times in the day, you want it yep. to look similar. Right. And not drastically different. Right. So, yeah. If it if they're promising you a gallery, a full, multiple hundred image gallery in a week, that's a huge red flag. <laughs> yeah, and something else to look out for is um, the reason we are saying to ask this question is we run into people all the time too who are like, "Oh, you're a wedding photographer? I haven't heard from mine, and it's been like six months. Oh, is I that know. is that normal?" Like, no, that's not. No, it's not normal. Um, yeah. I mean, ask the question up front and you should get an answer. Um, and hopefully you don't run into the situation right. of, you know, hey, it's been, you know, three plus months and yeah. I've not heard anything and I've yeah. not gotten something delivered. We were at a wedding a couple of weeks ago and the bridesmaid who had gotten married, I think last year, she had said it took nine months to get her photos back. Which is a long time. That is insane. It's a long time. Even so, even if you are working a nine to five yeah. and doing photography on the side, like that's a long time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you're doing, but you're you're overbooking yourself, overworking yourself. Yeah. Um I I think that we limit ourselves so that we aren't giving our clients like long like, we know when enough is enough. Right. Like, we know when to say, okay, our October is booked. We cannot do anything else in October. Yep. We're done. Yep. Um, we know when to say no. <laughs> yeah. I think we kind of have covered that piece of it. I think we could maybe head on to our bonus tip. Yeah. Think it, you ready? I guess. It's a bonus tip, but it's a pretty, like, big it's one. It's a pretty so. big one. Budget. Photographers offer a lot of different packages, a lot of different things for... Uh, for weddings. And what we see a lot is we see people posting something that says, Hey, I'm looking for a photographer for my wedding. I have 1200, mm -hmm. not, um, I'm looking for my photographer and I really want someone who's light and um, airy, dark right, moody, true skin tone. They're not has a romantic filmy yeah, style, right? Like, they're not, they're looking at it backwards. Exactly. 
Yeah. And that's kind of what we're touching on is, you know, if you're reaching out and looking for photographers, maybe start with. Hi, we, I love your work. Exactly. My start wedding with, date is this date. Um, I'm hoping to spend around blah dollars. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of times if you're approaching it from that angle, the photographer is going to be a lot more receptive one yeah. and probably going to try to work with your budget instead of immediately mm -hmm. writing you off. Yeah. I would much rather get a message of, I love your work. I have this many dollars to spend. Can you make me a custom package? Exactly. I would much rather get yeah. that message than I have $1,200. Can I book you? Right. Like, and we're seeing that a lot more on like the groups, yes. right? We're seeing, you know, I have $900, I have yeah. $1,500 yeah. or there's some like absolutely absurd ones where it's like, I have $300 and the wedding is next week. Yeah. Like, yeah. can someone come for six hours? And yeah. there's always like, make my eyes widen. However, people still respond. Oh, absolutely. People are like, yeah, yeah I'll do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm I, like, okay, good luck. Yeah. Hope you love your photos. <laughs> and I always screen cap them and send them to you. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's just wild to me. I know. Um, but that's definitely the right. But at the same time, someone still needs to capture that wedding. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not saying there's no. anything wrong with that, but that's just a, that's a very unrealistic expectation. Yes. I think in many people's eyes. Yes. So uh, we are a little bit biased that we are wedding photographers. Yes. So. We should touch on our last point here on budget. It's, there's lots of creative ways mm -hmm. to figure out where you can cut money to get things you want on a yeah. wedding day, right? Mm -hmm. So your florals, yeah, and your however, alcohol. However, some people with florals, they're very particular. They want the florals they want. And florals, like, I mean, they're just going to die. But, you know, that's thousands of dollars in flowers. Um, I know with our wedding specifically, there were certain elements of the day that I wanted real florals. And there were other elements of the day where I didn't really care if they were real or they were fake. And that buying silk flowers um, really cut our, our floral budget because we didn't have to pay a florist for real flowers. Um, like boutonnieres, my bouquet, and some, I think there were elements on the, the centerpieces, I don't know, this was seven years ago, um, were real flowers. But then my bridesmaids' bouquets were were silk because that made space that, in the budget that made space in the budget to get the photographer and videographer that we wanted exactly so yeah um florals are a really easy place i think to cut in your budget um alcohol is another another place um just having beer and wine in a in a signature cocktail instead of having a full-on bar um unless having a full-on bar is really important to you so yeah. But that can help speed up your bar process too. Yeah. You, know? you want drinks faster? Just have exactly. uh, signature cocktails and beer and wine. Yeah. Less choices, yeah. less option anxiety. Yeah. And all of those things are just little creative ways where you can like pick and choose mm -hmm. and still get what you want. Yeah. But be able to have room in the budget for, for other things. And I mean, like I said, we're biased. We're wedding photographers, yeah. but we think that's one of, if not the most yeah. important thing you walk away with. that's what you're going to hold on to forever. Exactly. You're not going to remember the brand of wine you drank on your wedding day. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe the champagne, if you right. did a champagne toast. But like the wine that your bartender serves, you're not... And, and 
after an hour, people aren't going to care. Literally everything else goes away. Yeah. Except for maybe your video if you hire a video. Right. Um, but, but like another trend that is gone with weddings is favors. I don't think people really do favors anymore. Interesting. Um, yeah. So like if you're not buying favor, I know that's only like a couple hundred dollars, but right. still if, if a couple hundred dollars is going to make difference. a break exactly. between you getting the photographer you want yep. and the photographer that's in your budget, don't do favors. Yeah. I think what we're trying to say is so many people <laughs> come at photography budget first, Yeah, which is that's, fine. That's backwards. But be thinking of, of style and what you want mm-hmm. first before, before you, before think budget about, yeah. and kind of like look for someone that style is what you want where the budget is inappropriate. Yeah. 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 Cause obviously if you're looking at their website and their budget is like triple what you're expecting to pay. Right. Then you, then, yeah, you need to rethink a little. Then you need to rethink. But if they're, if they're close to your budget and they're like, I don't know, let's say 500 to a thousand dollars over what you're expecting to pay. Um, I think you could find five hundred to a thousand dollars somewhere in your wedding budget. Yep. Or ask them about their packages and see if there's something yeah. they may be able to work out. I mean, out I that just way. made a custom package a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago for a bride. Um, she really loved our work. Mm-hmm. It's a venue we've been to multiple times, mm-hmm. and she, the venue, talked us up because they liked us. Yep. And she said, "I really like your work, but I can." Like your your smallest package is over my budget. Will you work with me? And I said, Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. So I think that you because, know because they came at it the right. They way. They came at it the right, right. way. Yeah. They loved right. our work. So it makes a big difference. Let's wrap this up. I'm getting tired. Blue hour is going into nighttime. Well, it's already nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> so let's summarize uh, all of what we just kind of ran down. So. When you're booking a wedding photographer, you want the photos to be in a style that you like, mm-hmm. and we think you should try to find out a little bit about that first. Yeah. Do some research, see what um, styles of photography or wedding photography that you connect with the most. And don't just hire somebody because your friends hired them. Yep, exactly. Hire them because you like them. Exactly. And that runs into point number two. You want a photographer that you connect with and can see spending your entire day with on wedding day. Mm-hmm. They That's have super to be cool. Important. You have to like them. Yep. They need a good backup process. Coming from someone who's really crazy about our backup process, Mm -hmm. I always like to tell that or say that to our couples on the phone in that first initial call. Hey, even if you don't book with me, ask this question. I say that too when I take the calls. Ask this question and be sure you get a good answer. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the same answer as my answer, but you need to get a good answer on how do you back up my wedding day. Yep. How am I going to know you're not going to lose my photos? Exactly. And that runs into number four. It doesn't really run into number four. No, it doesn't. But you, <laughs> you, you, you want to get your photos in a timely manner. And you want to have someone that does all of these things within your budget. Yes. Yeah. Cut. Done. Oh, Bye. my gosh. <laughs> you're, you're like half asleep. If you've made it this far, thank you very much for joining us on our podcast, uh, Blue Hour, where we talk about all things wedding photography, filmmaking, and creative entrepreneurship. We will be as consistent as possible with these. We'll do our best. Which means they may be weekly, monthly. We don't know yet. Bi-weekly. Who knows? Um, But expect to see us back in this same format, and we'll hope you join us again. See ya. Bye.